1: This week on the Comic Book Jerk Podcast, we're talking Convergence. That's right, DC folks, New 52, Convergence all the way. what's right.
2: Well, this week we're going to completely uh, just dominate Convergence. We're going to talk a little bit about Daredevil and the red carpet premiere of the Avengers that was on today, as well as a little Game of Thrones and a little bit, uh, we're going to get really deep into the Daredevil uh, Netflix show, but... We also have a new segment this week, don't we, Drack? What's
1: that? That's right. We're going to talk about Drack's Polished Turds. And that's where I go <laughs> on the Netflix and find just some random shit and watch it and decide on whether or not it's a show that's worth watching or if it's just another polished turd.
2: And we also have a very, very special guest this week. Say hello, special guest. Hello, special guest. Well, hello, special guest. And I'm also, last last but not least, if you stay tuned and stick around for the podcast, we're going to be giving some free swag away compliments of our very very special sponsor, Big Old Box of Stuff.
1: That's right, those guys out there, Robert Rob Rice and his family out there, filling orders for everybody, making the dreams happen. Um, I think he's I think he said that uh, he's he's willing to give away a Todd McFarlane, rick grimes from the walking dead this, oh this that's thing.
2: right that's cool so so open up a beer maybe two and get ready for the podcast
0: cause we're kicking that music from the flamers and noobs who were trolling the fans The midichlorian masterminds concocted a plan Before he had an emporium of endorian elves And he was complaining about those movies starring Christian Bale Anime's manga mastermind returned again To reboot his new show with all his geeky friends Like the difference in wookies and triples and kibbles and bits The story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter Or maybe it's worse, you might even curse The jerk for reminding you that everything's worse In the back of your mind he says what you never could And you never should and you never would But he could so listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk. So what's show. up
2: everybody? We're gonna have a great podcast today. Blah blah blah. Drac, I brought a very, very special guest this week. This is the man, the myth, the legend. This is the guy that got me started in podcast. No way. And when it and when it comes to uh, people who who really inspired me and kept me going as far as this comic book jerk stuff and kept me into comic books in general, it's it's my man here, Will Mitchell from Completely Comics. Hey,
3: guys. How's it going?
2: Hey, what's, what's up, up, Will?
3: Uh, oh, nothing much. Yep. Just reading some Convergence this week.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, now, Will got me started a long time ago, Drak. and I, I think I came in around uh, episode 67 of uh, Completely Comics podcast, and that was when uh, Arrow first kicked off, dude, and we went through the entire history of Arrow. You, the hardest part about doing completely comics um, podcast is the fact that I couldn't say fuck, damn, shit, yes <laughs> I couldn't say the word. Cunt We're family or, friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a very friendly family podcast. So this is actually a, a big return for Will because it, it's been over a year since he's been in retirement. It is, yeah, and, and
3: I've, I've never said fuck on a podcast before.
2: Oh
1: my oh, god! Don't feel good. I've never heard you say it. Period. So <laughs> I don't normally. There's a first. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what, man. Me and Will became such good friends. Whenever um, the Dark Knight Rises came out, I actually drove about three and a half hours away uh, just to go see it in the most shittiest theater that I could ever imagine. <laughs> like, this is one of those theaters where the seats were all combined and there was no cup holders, and it was like...
1: Oh so like, wait a minute. Hold uh, up, hold horrible. up. You said you said you went to see Dark Knight Rises in a shitty theater?
2: Yeah, it was... Well, that's it was about right. Terrible, it was a terrible theater, dude. Like, even, like... But the, it was sad for me because everybody was digging the movie, but the only thing that I was excited about was seeing the, uh, the Man of Steel trailer, which I've done seen six times, but i never seen it on a big shitty screen. <laughs> 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 and I remember us walking out of the theater, spoiler alert, and I was like, so he really fucking went to the Batcave and didn't don the suit? Like, I was like, seriously? <laughs> like, his name was Robin, but it wasn't Dick Grayson? And they was like, no, nah, man, I liked it. And I was like, what the
3: fuck? Yeah, looking back on that, I don't really care much for that movie anymore. <laughs> I know, it's but, one of but, those uh, polished turds, I think, that Dracula's kind of- <laughs> 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 well,
1: got. You know, and the funny thing about it is, that movie took me four tries. I repeat, four tries before I made it all the way to the end of the movie.
2: You know what's sad about it is I I felt like I had no no choice whatsoever but to buy the son of a bitch just to complete the trilogy of Blu Ray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, oh and I'm God. with you on
1: that. because I I've got the I've got the I I haven't bought it yet, but I want it just so I can have all three of them. Your when
2: I go play. back and watch that, the only scene out of that that was directly out of a comic book for me was the part where uh, Cillian Murphy was back, dude, as Scarecrow when he was he was the judge, jury, and executioner. That looked like a scene straight out of the comic books for me because it feels like they'd done that in the comic before, and that was the only part of the whole movie that I was like, "Hell yeah!" It seems
3: familiar, doesn't it? I think I've read yeah. it somewhere, but I can't remember where.
2: Well, it also kind of, kind of made me kind of question the whole Dark Knight Rises because if he was going to make a trilogy, he could have threw a lot of like the whole Nightfall storyline. And I mean, we all grew up with comic books, yeah. and we know a little bit about Nightfall. And how Bane went through and pretty much demolished every super villain that they had. Like, even the Mad Hatter story was freaking epic. Mad I Hatter. Epic. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he literally fucked a lot of people up, dude. He went through the whole entire Batman shit and just destroyed people. Mad Hatter. I don't remember. Oh, and
1: just, just in case anybody's wondering, the an part update part here, talk. I have now officially been downloading battlefield hardline for 24 motherfucking hours
2: oh my god hey dude i spent well here we go again but i spent uh, an entire week and a half downloading battlefield 4 because i deleted it for hardline and that was the biggest mistake i think i made but um i do have to bring this up last week we talked about on the podcast about uh the epi- the uh season of saturday Night live with robert downey jr and anthony michael hall and how they never talk about that season well the reason that uh i want to bring that up because i kind of got to do a little retraction because um, i said lauren michaels had nothing to do with that season well in reality that was when lauren michaels actually came back to saturday Night live and uh, i actually watched the last episode of that and the entire cast was so fucking pissed off at the end because they ended up killing the whole cast in a skit yeah, and then the, then that. the next the next season, none of those cast members came back. Only
3: John Levitt's right? He's the only one that came yeah. back.
2: Yeah, and I mean, that pissed a lot of people off because we've got a lot of talented superstars that came from that, and nobody knows anything about that season because that was like the season that was like so taboo for Lauren Michaels because they were about to cancel Saturday Night Live and everything. And yeah. he come in, he's like, let's just fire the whole fucking cast. And, I mean, we had probably one of the best cast that We've had in a long time in Saturday Night Live with that cast. It was a younger crowd. If, if you look back at it, they all became pretty big names. A lot of them did. Not all of them, but yeah, yeah. And it, it, it I had to, I have to do a little retraction because I bitched and bitched and complained about that. When I, when, in all actuality, Lauren Michaels came back to try to make it better. When really he just wanted to fire the whole cast and be like, "Fuck these guys, I'm out."
3: Well, he chose the but, right one to keep, though. Yep, yeah. The other ones, they, John they weren't Levitt, really fit for, big, f- for skit comedy, I don't
2: think. Well, you know what I mean? If if, if you look at the uh, the big special that they had on Saturday Night Live and uh, how many jokes they cracked at John Levitt's behalf, like saying that he died and shit and he was in the audience, that was kind of like saying that the that entire season with Robert Downey Jr. and Anthony Michael Hall was just a bunch of bullshit anyways and John Levitt was the only <laughs> cast member in the whole fucking season. But I don't know. It's it's fucking crazy. But I've been, I've just been looking back at some of these podcasts, and we still have completely comics podcasts that we can listen to to this day. You know, I've been wanting to to try to throw that up uh, the RSS feed up on um, on uh, iTunes and stuff for all of us, so everybody can go back and re-listen to completely well, comics because it needs. I've been kind of wanting to get get it going again.
3: You know, I've been um, but me and Troy, Troy's really busy and. You know, I have my own stuff going on, so it's hard to do.
2: No, we've been me and uh, Will's been tossing back and forth the idea of um, bringing bringing up a new podcast um, that we could do either monthly or weekly. Yeah, a, re- a retro a type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe a podcast about how comics aren't what they used to be. You know. Yeah, he's got a got a nice Facebook page that that's kind of a closed group of all of us we get together and you know we we kind of look at how comics used to be and look at the teen titans and you know look at some old uh what uh, you're a huge legion of superheroes um, fan. like you're oh, probably yeah. the yeah. you're probably the biggest legion of superheroes no, no there's a lot of
3: people who like the legion really? but yeah yeah i mean we're a tight-knit group a lot of we, we know each other
2: <laughs> now now in a way did it break your heart whenever they just completely cancel legion of superheroes yeah. after season two Oh, the cartoon! Oh, yeah.
3: absolutely, absolutely! And they kept that stupid Johnny Test thing.
2: Yeah, and uh, well, they got
3: rid of the Legion, and that was it well, pissed me off.
2: In my latest comic book jerk uh, video that I posted last week, and uh, we were going to have our competition be how many times I said the word "fuck" in this video, <laughs> but apparently uh, Drac thought that was too many, too many fucks to count it all at once. So that's not the competition, but. Uh, I felt the same way about Legion of Superheroes. I thought it was going in a pretty cool direction, and them having a, a futuristic year three thousand Superman that kind of got a little stupid for me, but otherwise, man Legion of Superheroes was probably the best Superman cartoon that I, I think's been put on the air for years. Oh,
3: I think so too. It was really good it was it was uh I' don't think, it was weird that they called him Superman to me because it was obviously he was still kind of a kid.
2: Superboy yeah.
3: yeah yeah but I think there well, was some kind of uh, legal, legal matter problem. going on yeah which they've cleared up since but
2: which is really weird how how you know you can have legal matters over the term Superboy but yet you can release a, a whole series of like Superboy that old Superboy series was pretty good until they replaced um, Superman or Superboy with a different character you know different actor and thought nobody was going to notice like I hate when they recast actors man like that's taboo for me you must really hate doctor who then
1: speaking of well, recasting characters did you know that uh in uh, the marvel uh, civil war uh, thor is gonna die and they're gonna recast thor with a asian goat
0: what <laughs> i
2: i heard i heard i heard that man i heard that they were gonna replace uh, andrew thor. don't
1: you say a motherfucking word you just stay over and play your video game boy
2: well, I heard that they were going to recast him with a female Asian goat.
1: A female Asian goat.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think they were going to get the uh, the Asian chick from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to come play her. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so it doesn't matter. Like, if, if you're one of those people that says, oh, I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the time, you're a fucking liar. You probably get on, on Hulu Plus to watch maybe one or two episodes when they actually act like they're going to bring a fucking Marvel Cinematic character, like Deathlock or something on there, and they're like, oh, I watch it all the time, when really you're fucking sitting around jacking off and spanking
1: Honestly, I've never watched it.
2: You've never seen it?
1: Never watched
2: it. That would have been a good time to throw in, yeah, I watch it every now and then, while I'm spanking my monkey. (laughs) Uh, I was was keeping
3: up with it here on the second season until about four episodes ago, and then I was like, ah, the heck with it. I I couldn't keep watching it.
2: It was painful. it, It was good until they wanted to tie in the uh are those fucking characters that aren't uh they're not mutants they're
3: the in humans
2: yeah the inhumans till they wanted to tie that shit together and they gave that one chick like fucking godly powers or some bullshit and i was like what the fuck oh, well, I see, that's, that's, the like th- that's the play. only
1: thing that is that has made me consider watching it is the fact that they're bringing in the inhumans
2: uh i don't like that series man i'm just i'm just out on that man That'll probably be the only Marvel movie that I'll actually want to skip, unless they do Punisher Warzone Part 2. Here we go again. Now, I'm going to skip that and uh, talk about... You know, earlier today, me and Will had the most funniest conversation of... I told him, I I asked him, I I said, uh, he said, yeah, man, I finally caught up on all my seasons of Game of Thrones. So I said, well, good, you can talk about Game of Thrones and I'll bitch and talk about the sex in Game of Thrones. (laughs) And then uh, I was like, so did you catch up on Daredevil? And he was like, uh, he's like, no, I didn't catch up on uh, Daredevil, but I'll bitch and talk about sex.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I watched about three or four episodes. I I started the fourth episode right before the podcast. So uh, I like it so far. That,
2: that really killed me about Daredevil. It's like when I watched Daredevil I had to binge watch that shit. Like I was back to back. I spent an entire day watching Daredevil. Like I didn't I didn't stop. I didn't I didn't go to the bathroom. I sat there and watched it and You didn't eat, like, you didn't I was, drink, you didn't, no, didn't scratch didn't your balls eat, or nothing, huh? Didn't drink and then the the credits would roll around dude and that would be the time you know like when commercial breaks happen, you run to the refrigerator real quick, and you try to grab the quickest fucking thing that you can grab to throw in the microwave and eat. And I was in there like throwing fucking pizzas in the microwave and shit and running back before episode uh, the next episode came on. And then I would leave my pizza in the microwave and t- <laughs> for a full fucking hour. And all he had to do
1: was just simply reach up and hit pause.
2: No, there is no pa- pausing when it comes to binge watching. I think uh, once or twice this advertisement on Netflix came up and it said, uh, you should binge responsibly. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? When did Netflix start adding shit like you need to go to work? Like, I, ha- I had a video. I was watching
1: <laughs> you need the, to go to work. No yeah. more Netflix for you. Turn it shit I, off.
2: I, I get up in the mornings, dude, and I kind of put on Netflix and watch something. Well, it's, it's fucking Netflix advertisement come up and said, you need to go to work. And it was fucking giving me this big, long explanation on why I need to stop watching Netflix it and get ready me for told that the other work. day,
3: too, man. I was like, what the heck? And I was sitting there watching
2: Scrubs, and it was like, yeah. hey, you need
3: to get up and do something. Go outside. Take a walk.
2: Shut up, Netflix. Well, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was watching that. Uh, I pay my
1: bill. You keep your mouth shut. <laughs>
2: I was watching Attack on Titan, and it stopped and told me that I needed to stop and actually go eat something. It was like, don't just be going and eating that dirty pizza that you found under the couch. Go in there and actually cook you something. I was like, are you fucking serious, Netflix? (laughs) I was like, I'll pay you my fucking monthly subscription. You're going to tell me what to do. I was like, I better go make me something to eat. <laughs>
3: so Netflix tells you when to go eat. Now that's great. I, I'm
2: telling you, it, it it tells me when to go eat. And, it, and the other day, it even told me that I fucking smelled bad. Like this bitch come on there and she was like, "You smell bad. You need oh, to I've take I've been telling a you that
1: for years, man, but you ain't listening to me yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, you better watch it, Drak. I know where you work.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: and and live. But go yeah. ahead and tell us. You know, we we have a lot of geeks that probably listen to the podcast, and I haven't caught up on Game of Thrones since, like, the first fucking six episodes. I watched it like, up
1: until the episode where that albino bitch came out of the fucking fire with the baby dragons naked, and I ain't watched it since what? then.
3: <laughs> that's, like, the last thing on season one.
2: So, give, there me, it was. A,
1: give me a. Give
2: so, that's me a what fucking- I watched. Give me a premise on what's going on in Game of Thrones because I have no idea. So you stopped I don't watching because topic. she was naked?
3: Is that what
1: it was? Oh, absolutely not. I just—it <laughs> <laughs> was at a point that I had that season and that season only, and then it was like, okay, yeah, it was okay, but it wasn't nothing for me to pursue. If it happens to be on one day and I'm watching television, I'll watch it. But if not then it's not I don't have to see it because it's just not my style of it's not my style of show that that medieval you know that
2: So type tell of me stuff. was, was the, the the main guy in the first season like the the main dude was he from Lord of the Rings
3: Oh yeah yeah Ned Stark he was uh he was in Lord of the Rings he was one of the original he was a part of the fellowship
2: Was he like Airborne or something like no, that No
3: he was that guy from Gondor, he was... Uh, oh, man, what was his name?
2: I'm it sure it wasn't airborne.
1: See, I didn't follow Lord of the Rings either, so...
3: It was... Oh, man, I am gonna. I cannot believe I don't remember gonna his have, name.
2: I'm going to have to Google it.
3: Hold on, let me Google it.
2: Or you can. Uh, I, shit, I'm out on that. Sean, I
1: don't Sean, know. I don't know, I'm, but Google Sean Bean
3: Sean Bean was the one... That's the actor you're talking about. I think it's his name. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Ch-ch-ch-ch. Boromir. He was Boromir.
2: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. See now, now if if my my uh, my buddy Landon, uh, I don't know if anybody knows Landon Dickerson, but uh, he he does a pretty cool bunch of shit for Appalachian Underground. Makes makes really cool artworks but if he was to listen to this podcast right now he would probably write some fucking hate mail he'd be like as many times as me and you sit around and watch lord of the fucking rings (laughs) and you don't know this fucking character's name he's like i'm gonna come over he'd probably come over here and and purposely smack a shit out of me post a youtube video of it and uh i'd walk around with a handprint on my face because i mean me and him we have watched lord of the rings probably more than about anybody we used to have nights where we would spend with with uh, the first, or we 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 had the entire trilogy except for the uh, the first disc of Return of the King, and we would watch that second disc over and over and just fucking be like, God, I wish we had the first. Yeah, we just cuddle up under the blankets, and
1: that's what I'm talking about right there.
2: <laughs> just, yeah, just just cuddle up under. <laughs> no, back in back in the day, we used to have uh, fangirls on us. We would we would have our fangirls come over and give us like four four to six hour back rubs we'd be like hey you gotta rub our backs the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy and they'd be like oh well that's okay that's just three movies Little did they know we had the extended version so we would wake up the next morning they'd still be rubbing our backs be like yes 16 fucking hours later extended edition
3: you had fangirls what, what am I doing wrong
2: i have no clue what we're doing (laughs) we don't have any fans well you
1: also gotta remember back in these days aaron was going around with his guitar playing the whole tortured artist
2: oh dude (laughs) oh
1: he was he was bless his heart he's a talented musician but he was singing some of the saddest and sappiest fucking songs i've ever heard in my life
2: I, i used to be a generic esteban back in the day dude Everybody would be like, yeah, man, play us a song. I'd be like, all right, hand me your guitar, and I'd drop it in the most fucked-up tunings you ever heard in your life. And I'd be like, all right, man, let me play you a song. Then I'd I'd get done playing somebody else's guitar and hand it back, and they'd be trying to tune back into standard and always break a string. And I'd be like, yeah, see, that's what happens when you're a young Esteban. You fuck people's guitars up and then bounce.
1: <laughs> I used to call him little emo kid.
2: But I'll tell you what, back in the day me drac used to be hooked on this band called super fuzz and one day man, he woke up and fucking bounced on me dude talked to all fucking night long about how we was gonna go hang out with this fucking super awesome band well i got shit face fucking drunk and woke up dude and he was gone dude and he come back at like 12 o'clock at night dude and had all kinds of super fuzz bumper stickers and autographs he said man you missed one hell of a concert dude i no, hitchhiked he like, to that fucking show hey, i was i was gonna say you fucking walk 30 fucking miles I was like, I bet Drak went the whole way there, going, "I would walk one hundred miles, and I would walk one hundred more." Hey,
1: I end up getting in the show for free too. By the way,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we
2: used, we used to be straight up rock stars back in the day.
1: I now, straight now, hitchhiked from Owensville, Kentucky, to Somerset, Kentucky, to going, go see uh, to go see a band, in Lexington, ba-da. Kentucky. <laughs>
3: That's a pretty good
1: little walk. Oh, I didn't. Want walk i didn't i didn't walk but maybe oh, probably okay. 10 miles out of the entire the rest of it are caught rides but yeah, i but made I was, it there
2: I was, I was upset man i got up and drac was you should have woke your fucking ass up and went and i said i shouldn't have drank all that fucking five gallons of vodka you know i don't like vodka <laughs>
1: <laughs> like i'm the one that pours it down his throat <laughs>
2: I I woke I woke up that next day and I was dressed in a fucking toga, dude, and there was blue fucking Kool-Aid smeared all up in his fucking sink and shit. and My hair was dyed blue. I said, "What the hurt. fuck happened to me last?"
1: Man, his butt hurt.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I had I had a, I had a butt ache and I didn't know what was going on until I found a popsicle stick up there. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Not a true story, but still.
1: Yeah, well, the truth is, man, you know, back in our younger days before I got married and started having kids and then Aaron had a kid, uh we were pretty wild. <laughs> I used to have yeah. this I used to have this little efficiency apartment and one year for New Years, we had 75 people in this apartment. There was standing room only, and when I say standing room only, I mean they were standing on the furniture. Dude, they were standing I'm telling you, on top of my bed.
2: We had more fucking cops out in the fucking parking lot parking lot than the fucking Ferguson trial. <laughs> it was that bad, dude. We had these fucking tiny fucking apartments, dude, and they were just like teeny tiny. I didn't have no place to live at that time. I was living house to house, and I'd bounce back and forth, man. And I, I, all I had was a guitar bag with a bunch of my fucking old clothes in it, and I'd just fucking backpack to people's house and shit. Like I was just like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> you want me to play you a song? <laughs> And I, and I would be the only person there that I have a guitar that was fucking wired back up with like notebook wire. Like, I, I never had any money to get strings, so I would break strings like a motherfucker. So i would just tie them up with notebook wire and just rock on with it. And they'd be like, dude, why are you tearing up my spiral notebook? I was like, I'm fixing my guitar strings. And they're like, you're fucking generic.
1: <laughs> cry for me, little emo kids.
2: Don't cry for me, Argent. Gender- oh, never mind. <laughs> But let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about this Daredevil. Have, what do you think of it so far? Well, I've only seen. I like it so far. Myself, but I, it's okay.
1: Uh, episode three, he makes they make a uh, Thor and Iron Man reference.
2: Well, there's there's actually a reference of the whole uh, whole city getting destroyed later on. You know, there's there's a lot of shit in Daredevil that I loved, but then there was a lot of stuff that I was just like, why did you have to give the kingpin an entire episode talking about his childhood? It's like, you know, I could give a fuck less about uh, the Kingpin having a love interest, too. That Why am I not things.
1: seeing a red Daredevil suit yet? That's what I'm upset about. Oh,
2: that that's another thing that pisses me off. You don't get to see the red Daredevil suit for the last fucking episode for the last six minutes of the whole fucking thing. Oh, well, so it's, it's kind of good-
1: like that. At, it's kind of like those fucking five hundred seasons of Smallville, and then you get to see five minutes of Superman suit.
2: Oh no, no you you remember you remember my fucking problem with Smallville. I yeah, mean, I you remember your fucking thing.
1: problem. I remember us needing to get to a damn concert and being exactly. late because somebody had to watch the series finale of Smallville.
2: Yeah, and we was down to the last 15 minutes, and I was like, "It's we got the last 15 minutes? Is this going to be like, are they going to give it another 35 or 45 minutes to don the costume and shit? And he didn't even fucking get in the suit, man. It was like they CGI'd his body on somebody else flying around in the suit, and I swear they ripped off fucking Superman Returns and and just fucking threw it in there. But then then he pulls out this fucking Halloween costume that has the, the uh, Superman Returns shield on, I was like, dude, everybody's got that fucking Halloween costume. So, you, you know, it really fucked me up. Because cause everybody was bitching at me the whole entire time on our way to the concert. We're late because you wanted to fucking watch Smallville, you fucking pussy. I was like, dude, I've been watching Smallville for ten years, dude. And that ten years of my life, I want it back. I was like, all the times I sent through them fucking advertisements, like that episode when fucking Pete, Pete Ross got the fucking Stride gum Superpowers. It's like I want my fucking life back.
0: Give it back.
2: But man, I don't know. We we had a couple of podcasts on completely comics where we we dug Marvel quite a lot. Go back and listen to that. Did we? <laughs> nah, I don't think we did. I don't we think we PG. did either. It was pretty PG. <laughs>
1: The thing about the comic book jerk show podcast is, I can't guarantee you that the information will be 100% accurate or true. Yeah, and, <laughs>
2: we'll, we'll definitely do a retraction on the next episode, and you can tell us that we're dumbasses for fucking saying that Laura Michaels had nothing to do with Robert Downey Jr.'s season. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, the, the one thing I loved about Daredevil, man, is, is the fucking slow motion fight scene some of the slow motion that they added in there kind of really had me like my heart racing like god damn he's gonna get his fucking brains beat out like there was parts where i was like he's getting his ass kicked but then he's kicking more ass like he's well just let's let's talk since
1: it. you're talking about the ass kickings and kicking asses and all that shit let's talk about the the episode one uh where the big fucking hallway fight scene that lasts for like six fucking minutes
2: uh was that one where he just keeps oh,
1: knocking these dudes down, and they just keep getting back up.
2: Is that the one where he kicks he kicks a dude through a fucking door and then starts beating him up in the hallway? Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: See, that's like yeah. the second episode, right? It was the well, second episode? Yeah, yeah. It's
3: like ten you know, minutes. He's sitting there in the hallway, and they're beating him up, and...
2: That was fucking epic, because you never, you never knew when he was going to go down for a couple of seconds. But, but you know, the one but, thing I liked about... But the thing athlete, about it
1: is, though, man, is it seemed like it was so slow. Yeah. Like, even the fighting it was slow. Like, like,
2: let me lean, like, I'm let lean
1: against the wall for 20 seconds blows. here. You know? it's like, it's it's fat, like he,
3: had, slow. <laughs> he had to lean against the wall, you know. That, that, that makes a great fight scene.
2: Let me lean against this wall for a while. Yeah, he was definitely leaning. He was more like kind of hunching back. Like, yeah, I'm cool.
3: Of course, you know he'd been through hell, so that does make sense. You know,
2: but but the one thing that I liked about Ben Affleck's Daredevil is you could actually see the motherfucker. I mean, in the 13 episodes of Netflix Daredevil series, I couldn't see half the shit, dude. It was so fucking dark, dude. It was like it's like somebody turn on a goddamn light, man. I know you guys got enough fucking money at, to at least afford a couple light bulbs, you know? Like there was the, there was a the scene where. Uh, Towards the end, where he's fighting, and uh, where they got the cops out there, and this is right before one of the lead cops gets shot or some shit, and uh, I could have swore they have a sniper up on the roof that's sniping people, and I could have swore that's got to be Bullseye because he's just such a fucking dead aim. But they don't never tell who he is underneath the fucking SWAT gear. Yeah. But I could have swore that that dude was Bullseye. But it pissed me off so bad because I was like, I can't see what the fuck is going on, like. This reporter, dude, he's going around trying to interview these cops, and I can barely see him. I'm like, God, do I need to adjust my contrast on my televisions or turn my brightness up? I was like, I'm watching this at 1080p, and I'm fucking still, still in the dark.
1: So what do you think about the Ben Urich uh, character on here?
2: Who? Was
1: he on there? The reporter? Yeah, he's the older black guy. Oh.
2: Oh, I didn't know the character name. I didn't. He was pretty fucking awesome. He's a Spider-Man he so- character, and that's 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 a, that's a Well,
1: he's movie. also in the Daredevil movie, but he's played by uh, what's his face from the uh, Law and Order or CSI show.
2: Well, I, you know, I was, I, you know, I don't really get attached to watching shows, man. But I kind of shed a tear whenever he gets killed. Like later on, he does get killed. I mean, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it, because if you ain't binge-watched the shit, you should have (laughs) already. It's it's all my fault, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, it it breaks my heart, dude, because Kingpin comes in there, and he's just like, you don't fuck with my mama. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You're going to fucking kill the dude over his mama? He's like, you don't fuck with my mama. And he's trying to protect the other chick, because uh, apparently uh, him and the chick from True Blood end up going and... uh, going and finding his mother who's in a retirement home and they pretty much uh decipher that the kingpin murders his father and shit whenever he's a little kid that's i guess that's why they gave him his own fucking episode but uh, you know kingpin finds out about it and he's like were you the only person there and he's like yeah i was the only person there then he just beats the living fuck out of him dude i'm like god but that that's not the only brutal fight i mean the most brutal fight i've seen was when the when the uh, gang member's brother goes up there to kiss his ass, he's pretty much like, "Yeah, I'll go kiss, I'll go kiss fucking, uh fucking kingpin's ass. Hell, I'll even suck his dick off, man. Let him come in my fucking mouth, you know." i wow. And he goes, "Is that actually on there?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of seems like that, but uh, you know, I'm just trying to be as vulgar as possible because I am the comic book jerk, and I'm a, I'm pretty much like, "Hey, go shit on his fucking chest, and he'll fucking." not kill you but he pretty much he pretty much beats that dude to death and puts his fucking brains in a car door and i mean it's not one of those things where he slams the door one time he keeps slamming his head in that door to his brains falls out in the fucking pavement i was like really you really had to slam his his head in that car door until his brains made a big loud splashing noise onto the pavement i was like okay this the this is the first introduction of a kingpin being a real fucking asshole i kind of <laughs> like that man but I was also like man that's a little over the top man that's that's like saying hey let's take it let's just take it Punisher (laughs) style. I was so surprised that uh, there wasn't a point where fucking uh, Daredevil pulled out a goddamn rocket launcher and fucking shot some dude that was fucking doing a bunch of backflips and shit motherfucking parkour artist or something parkour and then Daredevil just pull out a fucking rocket launcher like Punisher Warzone and blow his ass away
1: (laughs) All right, well, since we're talking about Netflix, let's go ahead and introduce this new segment here.
2: Oh, we got a new segment? What's it called, Drack?
1: It's called Drax Polished Turds.
2: Now, does this, does this require shitting on anybody?
1: No, it just requires me watching Netflix and just scouring for some stuff that looks like, okay, this looks cheesy as hell, but is it really, or is it really a good show, or is it a polished turd
2: now but you do know that once you polish a turd it's still a piece of shit right
1: oh that's right you're definitely right and this is a great a piece of shit so i was scrolling through the pop you know the recently added or popular on netflix or whatever or something that one of my people on my friends list has has watched and i come across a show called vanilla ice goes amish what
2: (laughs) You know, this is something that I thought was a fucking legend. I, I thought that this was just some kind of fucking parody that they did on the, on fucking collegehumor.com or something. This is a real show.
1: This is a real show. Apparently, it's by, a, I'm not sure if it's the the Garden Network now, or
2: now, let, Travel let me Channel ask you this. or what. Let me ask you this, Drac. Is he to the extreme, rocks a microphone?
1: No, he, he is to the extreme, the He is straight up shoveling shit and building barns.
2: So he's
3: not rocking the mic like a vandal is what you're saying.
1: No, and he doesn't light up the the stage, but he does use a candle.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit. How often does he use the camera? Is it like in the forefront? Does it give a good ominous presence? Can you see it more than you can see? Well, he stays in a guest
1: house at this Amish farm, and uh, there's no electricity, so he has a dead cell phone, which he bitches about constantly. And uh, and then he has a, a a candle that he can't seem to blow out in one episode, and I'm like, dude, your vanilla ice just you perform vocals on a daily basis, and you don't have enough wind power to blow out a fucking candle.
2: No cars, no lights, no motorboats, and all that pot smoke. He can't even blow out a candle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's. That is it, but but I, I will say this about uh, about. Uh, Mr. Rob Van Winkle, Mr. Mr. V. Ice, Vanilla Ice. He sticks with it. I mean, he jumps right in there. He helps out and does what he's supposed to do. And just for the entertainment value alone of seeing Vanilla Ice in uncomfortable situations is, 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 is makes it worth watching. And he does it with a smile. I mean, he has a great attitude about the whole thing.
2: Well, let me but, let me ask you this. I'm gonna ask you both. But it's these still questions. a polished turd. You both grew up in the same era. Do you actually believe that Vanilla Ice is the original Screech Powers? Like, if you had anybody that what? ever resembled Dustin Diamond before Dustin Diamond become an asshole, would it have not been Vanilla Ice? Like, Vanilla Ice is basically the <laughs> Dustin Diamond. <laughs> have you have you before taken your, have Diamond. you taken
1: your ADD medicine today? Because that was the most random question I have ever exactly heard in my whole life. Hey, now you stop. With you that tonight? <laughs> Collaborate and listen.
2: <laughs> now, Drag, didn't we have a uh, company party that you busted out some vanilla ice? Was that vanilla ice?
1: I was talked into doing Ice Ice Baby on the karaoke at the company party. But was you at the last really? company party? This was at the last company party. I didn't no, see this, you there.
2: This was whenever I, I fucking looked on random Facebook the other day. And somebody posted a company video of you fucking rocking Vanilla Ice. I said, what the fuck are you doing, Drac? You're running your street cred, my friend. I was like, you're supposed to be white trash 606, you know, motherfucking. Well, Vanilla
1: Ice six. is the one that started it for all of us white rappers.
2: Oh, God.
1: Tell me I'm lying.
2: God. Yes. Uh, let's just Let's just talk about something else. Well, uh, Let's go ahead. And...
1: Oh, oh, okay. So, oh, wait, 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 so wait, wait! I wait, wait, you wait, out wait. on something. We're going to change the subject then.
3: I got, I got something to add to the whole polished turd thing on Netflix, if you don't mind. Uh, all right, go ahead. Will. I, I recently saw a movie on there. It was, uh, it was on the. I think it was recently added or whatever list too, and it caught my eye because, well, you know, it's just like something that would interest me. Attack of the Fifty Foot Cheerleader. Oh, I Have did you see that. Have you seen that? You seen that? I've,
1: yes, I've watched it. It's horrible. It's a B movie.
3: It is. It is, made is that made by TV, a sci fi movie. It is horrible, but it had Treat Williams on it. So I was like, eh, this might be okay. But no, no, it was horrible. horrible. Was it an
2: asylum film? No. I mean, all those sh- movies are asylum films. No. No, no. This,
1: is, this is a new movie that they redid for, like, Sci Fi Channel.
2: Wasn't that originally a, a movie back in the. 50s or oh, 60s oh that's attacking the woman this, this is a lot different it because a, it has but it still
1: wasn't a silent film
2: no was it a sequel no no
1: this is just a made for sci-fi channel original man
2: okay well it's it's that time again guys let's pop another beer and let's talk about this very very uncomfortable red carpet avengers uh Age of Ultron premiere, Will. I know you kind of caught the last tail end of it. Yeah,
3: I just saw a couple people up there.
2: I I watched this stuff today, and it was the most uncomfortable thing because they brought up Chris Evans, and the only thing they wanted to talk about with Chris Evans wasn't about Captain America. It wasn't about the Avengers. They wanted to talk about his tap dancing performances. And I'm telling you, dude, he looked completely like... Like, I'm ready to give this awesome interview about me tap dancing. I'm ready to stay here forever. And the woman was just pretty much like, you need to get out of here. Like, I'm like, you're running Chris Evans off, dude, from his own red carpet premiere. So was he, he rocking off. the beard? Yeah, he's definitely rocking the beard, man. So there's got to be some Civil War connection to this beard rocking. Maybe he goes into hiding and or something. But I was shocked, dude. I was like, you're really running Chris Evans off. And he walked behind her, dude, and just stood around like... Like looking around, like where am I going to go now? Like I was doing an interview, and now I'm just standing around and have nowhere to go. <laughs> and, who,
3: and who did she talk to after that?
2: <laughs> she, I, I, she, I can't remember who did she talk to after that.
3: It was, Do you remember? It, was, it, was it was, it was one of those a minor actor. I, yeah, yeah, somebody who wasn't so, even no, I, nobody, I, I, Chris, Chris Evans level.
2: You know, I I feel like in these rabbit carpet premieres, you need to get the comic book jerk and fat daddy Drac up in that son of a bitch. You get me and this motherfucker to do interviews with with Marvel Avengers. I shit you not. Whenever the Avengers first premiered in Chicago for the fans. Me and him did the incredible interviews, because they was interviewing people as they come out the theater. Well, I remember, we had, didn't you interview Val Kilmer or something like that? Or <laughs> yeah.
1: hey, This is the third time this interview has been mentioned on our podcast.
2: Yep, yep. We interviewed Val Kilmer, but let's talk about the Avengers. During the Avengers premiere... After the Avengers was over, they was interviewing people for their Marvel segments, and me and Drac ended up watching that like a, a week later, showing the premiere, and they didn't even put our video in there. I was like, I was like, they should, it's like they went through and caught us walking in the crowd and was like, cut them motherfuckers. Them were those two fat motherfuckers, <laughs> that fat motherfucker and that skinny motherfucker It looks like Jay and Silent Bob fucking on asses. <laughs> Get rid yeah. of them fucking fags.
1: You know, the fact that we were sitting there flashing comicbookjerk.com buttons and hats and t-shirts. Dude, dude
2: we, we, we was we was pretty much like, we went to that, that Avengers premiere and Drack come out with a fucking uh, Incredible Hulk action figure, dude. And he was going to And we was handing out buttons and we was pretty much trying to, when we went to Chicago, we went to take over the show. You know, when we got to Chicago, we took over the show. There was this one point where I was walking through there. And I had bitched about Shia LaBeouf so much that I swear to God, I feel like he he got a hold of one of my reviews. Because he was was sitting over there at his little booth, man, and nobody knew that he was even showing up. And I walked past him, and uh, I said, I'm the comic book jerk, and showed him my button, and he looked at me like, I will fucking get up and beat your brains out. You just keep on walking. (laughs) I felt fucking uncomfortable at that point, but man. And I didn't even
1: know it was him.
2: Yeah, I was like, dude, there's Shia LaBeouf. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah. and Drack kept walking, and then we was in did the he, line for, uh, who was we in the line for? Uh, <laughs> the dude that he does, uh, you a little head. Yeah, he did scare me. Just the talking he pooped, he pooped his, his pants a, little a little bit. Dude from Singled Out. Who's that dude? <laughs> Chris Hardwick? Yeah, we, we stood in line for Chris, Chris Hardwick. Hardwick, man. And me and Drac, we just walk up, and I seen a friend of mine that was close to, uh, close to the end of the line, it was packed all the way around. We just walk up and we start talking to people in the line and shit, man. I couldn't believe that I was in Chicago and meeting people that I went to college with in Moorhead, Kentucky. I was like I was like, Are you serious? I was like, can I not go anywhere, even in Chicago, and see people that I know? I was kind of I was kind of rocking it, dude. Me and Drack, we take over the shows, man. But the one video I get the most comments and the most talked about videos is they always ask me, uh, hey man, what did Drak think about that Chicago style chili dog? Or that Chicago style <laughs> hot dog that they had there? I'm like, what about Val Kilmer?
1: <laughs> I think that hot-, hot dog was ex- was way overpriced, but it was a good hot dog.
2: It wasn't as overpriced as that fucking dog. I always $10 heard you like chili dogs for. there, Drake.
1: I give $8 <laughs> for a fucking hot dog with pickles on it.
2: <laughs> hey, but and we, we gave pe- We gave ten dollars for a fucking pizza that we ate on for three days. We was eating that motherfucker all the way back to Kentucky.
1: Yeah, I brought a piece home to the wife.
2: That was some deep dish. I mean, Chicago style deep dish pizzas ain't no joke. They're like they're at least four and a half inches deep, full of fucking meat and cheese and and sauce. And I'd never seen so much shit on a fucking pizza in my life, man. There's a couple rat turds on there. We just picked them off and flicked them.
1: Yeah, because you know Chicago rats are their turds are big enough that you can yeah, see we, them.
2: Yeah, we went we went to a dollar or we went to a McDonald's and I bitched a Drac for fucking thirty five minutes about how they didn't have a dollar menu. I was like, we're at a fucking McDonald's and they don't have a fucking dollar menu, and it was weird because the McDonald's was like it was it was just a little tiny place on the corner of a fucking sidewalk. I was like, I've never seen a McDonald's on the side of a sidewalk like this before, man. This is weird. You sure that was actually a McDonald's? yeah i'm sure yeah it was a it was a mcdonald's they had they had the entire menu but they didn't have a dollar one
1: (laughs) yeah mcdoubles were like two dollars and 50 cents and then some homeless guy coming there raising 10 kinds of hell and they had to escort him out in the mcdonald's right in the middle of downtown chicago
2: i mean that that was one of them trips where i was just uh I was I hung out with the hobos more than I hung out with anybody. The people that was begging for money, I was out there just hanging with them like, yeah man. Yeah.
1: Let's this dude out here hanging out with homeless people out in the damn streets of Chicago, but gets nervous riding public transit.
2: Oh, that was that was just that was just weird for me. I was like, dude, for now on we're taking taxi cabs.
1: He's out here he taking was- beer. He's out here taking beer from a homeless
2: guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. A homeless student in Chicago walked up, dude, and he had a, a brown bag, man. He was just like, man, come over here. You got a cigarette? And I was like, yeah, man, here's a cigarette. He's like, man, you want beer? I was like, can we drink on the sidewalk like this? He's like, yeah, man. It's Chicago. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, "You me beer. <laughs> <laughs> we was drinking on the sidewalk, dude, and then uh, cops just walked past. And I was like, you can really just drink on the side of the street, outside.
1: Sharing <laughs> a beer like with a homeless tea. man, and that's the story how Aaron got mono.
2: I didn't get mono. What's mono? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember. We was at the hotel room, and uh, my mom actually helped us get to get there, so she drove us there and shit. And uh, she looked at Drak and she said, "You're gonna have to keep an eye on him. I don't trust him." And talking about me, next thing I know, I was sitting at the bar. Drak comes down there, and he's in his pajama pants with his little footy slippers on and shit, dude. And we're drinking uh, some kind of zombie beer. And, and it's, zombie dust zombie dust it was the most stoutest beer i ever had but it was a shot. somebody kept saying yeah it's a chicago original and you talk about you talk about stout that beer was stout and the whole time i was sitting there drinking i was thinking you remember that time in uh that episode of drew carey where they they make their own beers and start start pushing those out i know it sounds stupid but here we go with that adhd Let's let's go ahead and talk about convergence, man. I've been wanting to talk about convergence all day long, man. I've been reading all of them, and there's there's a couple of key points that I, I really wanted to touch base on.
3: All right,
2: uh, Will, you're you're a huge fan that, like me of the Teen Titans. Did you not think oh, that the yeah. Teen Titans comic that they had kind of sucked? Like there was there was only uh, three it was Teen it was Titans on
3: it. all focused on Roy. It was focused on. Uh freaking arsenal you know they hardly that, showed any of the rest of them
2: i mean it it seems like these convergence comics are only good in, when you get to the last page and then you get to read a little bit of the history i mean i was i was kind of like where the hell is is robin or nightwing and, and shit in this i mean like it's well nightwing's like, in
3: that nightwing's in his
2: own book yeah, there's a nightwing and oracle
1: yeah yeah he had an uh, oracle
2: book I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. That why put them against the worst fucking characters in comic books, the Thanagarians Thenic- or whatever. What a is it? No, it's not Thanagarians. The Thanagarians. Well, what's Hot the man, what's girl?
1: the deal with uh, Batman and Robin going against the extremist?
2: Yeah, another pointless. Like put them like, up against somebody awesome. Maybe they're holding well, the Titans are on going something. against
3: them too. The extremists. Yeah,
2: that's, kind of, yeah. that's you know I, I'm hoping that. Yeah, go ahead. And, and I like how ahead, that but ahead.
1: I did I really loved how they incorporated the uh the Elseworlds uh Justice Riders. Uh Yeah, that though yeah. they cool. got killed by it, Haw- they got, by the Hawk people, but Yeah, they you know,
2: got cut off pretty. You know what's, right what's quick. really cool about what's really cool about that is you go back and you read um Flash issue one, which I thought was, was awesome, the Convergence, because they brought back Wally West, man, and I was like excited yes. for Wally West at page one, and then they brought his kids into the mix, and I was like,
3: fuck. No, no, see, when I read that, I was like, awesome, this is where they left off, you know, when the before the yeah. new 52 started. And I was like, yes, yeah. this is perfect. It felt like, to me, like it was going home, you know. It was yeah, pre-Flashpoint, pre-all the new 52 bullshit, and I
2: loved it. Because before,
3: it picks up before with Hart
2: Allen became Flash and all that bullshit.
3: It, it picked up with Wally and his kids. It picks up with uh, the Justice League as they were, you know. It picks up yeah. everything where everybody left off. Even Harley Quinn, you know, it picked up with her. She freaking got married to a cop or something. She was like doing therapy and helped herself and she was all through with it and stuff, you know. Was all was, for dude, meds? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she was doing I mean, great.
2: I want to nitpick, and I want
3: to bitch about Freaking Convergence, Louis man. Lois Lane but... being pregnant, her and Superman, carrying, you know, finally moving on with yeah, their lives dude, and everything.
2: That was, that was something awesome. that I really liked, too, man. Like Before we get into that, though, I just want to kind of wrap up a little bit about the Flash Convergence, man. That was something to me that got me really excited. Like, I wanted to hate it, but the more I read it, and then, then him running into the town with, with the old West versions of the characters and him being too late man it's like yeah. i wonder what happened there and then you read the other comic and you're like oh that's what happened yep. there that's why he's too late but then them adding i don't know what the fuck that was was that a turtle yeah that was fastback man from the zoo crew yeah that's yeah,
3: fastback no, they're from another earth uh from earth C or something like that
2: yeah that's that's what's like uh captain carrot captain carrot yeah things. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, man, when when I seen Wally West, man, I was excited because I fucking hate the Wally West that they put in the new 52, man. Like, I don't – you know, I understand the ethnicity of the whole situation of, like, maybe making him, like, a different, you know, different – different – I don't know how to put it, but
0: – Make him more diverse.
2: Yeah, making him more diverse. Like, that, that's fine with me, but – I I like my old Wally. I mean, I like my redheaded stepchild Flash. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he he's the dude we grew up with. He's my Flash. You know, I like Barry. I
3: like Barry. You know, I like Barry. I grew up with Barry, but Wally was so good that I mean, he took he took he Barry's took the Yeah,
2: and he ran with it fast, just like the <laughs> yeah, Force he ran fast. with it. And, I mean, it's it's really great to see Wally. When I seen Wally, like, I I, I looked at the cover, and I was like, Flash, issue one, Convergence, okay, it's going to be pretty cool. But I thought it was Ber- Barry Allen, dude. I was like, it's going to be a Barry Allen comic. As soon as he said Wally West, I was like, oh, fuck, my dream has come true, man. Cause yeah. I've been waiting for Wally West to come back in full force for a while now. And I'm really hoping that Wally West appears in, in the Flash, which I know he will. I just don't know which direction they're going to take, because they've been going New 52 on the tv show but i mean i don't know which direction they're going to take man and i hope to get that redheaded stepchild we know but i know how dc is they do not like casting blonde actors for anything like if you look at a blonde or redheaded they don't like trying to become more and
3: more politically correct so
2: yeah like if you look at roy roy should be a redheaded dude man but in in arrow he's not redheaded if you look at aquaman he's supposed to be blonde but then they're They don't have him as blonde. Like, they do not like casting blonde actors for anything, man. And it's kind of like, what is wrong with blonde characters, man? (laughs) Even Barry Allen's not blonde on the show. Exactly. I was like, Barry Allen's blonde. Why not cast him as blonde? But, man, going back... I never noticed that
3: until you said it.
2: Yeah, going back to your Superman, that was the iconic, that picks up right where the 90s Superman had kind of stopped. Well, it's you know, like they,
3: pre-Flashpoint, you know, when Flashpoint, and the new 52 came in, it picked up right after you know, what would have been had we not switched to the new 52.
2: And it's so crazy how, how they're incorporating Flashpoint as, it's kind of like Flashpoint is the main antagonist of this Convergence series, because like, even issue one of Convergence is all about Thomas Wayne as Batman, and you know, those characters with the earth two
3: characters yeah
2: yeah and i cannot wait to see like there was there was an issue that that had thomas wayne talking about how he gave his life for uh for a better life for bruce wayne but yet he uh i don't know he he didn't have that happen nothing happened after flashpoint like it still continued off there so he didn't sacrifice himself
3: well it's the earth two version
2: so, Yeah, and it's, it's really cool that they continued Earth, too, because, I mean...
3: I want to see Bruce and Thomas end up meeting up.
2: Yeah, and I'm excited about that, but I was kind of disappointed in Future's End because I expected such a fucking kick-ass moment between Terry and um, Bruce Wayne. You know, Bruce Wayne's his mentor, and then, you know, Bruce Wayne never finds out not a damn thing about Terry. But then the next thing you know, Batman Beyond becomes Batman Beyond pretty much becomes uh um uh, Tim Drake, so I was kind of like, so you're gonna you're gonna take Tim Drake and you're gonna make him the Batman Beyond? I was like, that's not cool to me. Yeah, I
3: didn't read any of that. <laughs> I haven't read yep, uh, DC comic for a couple years actually because I just, well, just got so tired of it.
2: As we're doing this podcast right now, I mean, Convergence is going to be our thing that we're going to follow for a while. You know, I'm thinking maybe make it a weekly thing. Every Wednesday, the new comics come out. Future's End is done wrapped up, and I'm going to probably bring it in from time to time just to kind of bring it up. Because Future's End was something that I expected to be something epic, but it wasn't Multiversity is the epic. Uh Yeah, Multiversity and how they incorporate, you know, talking about how Flashpoint and and it crisis and you know all those other ones. There's
3: uh there's so much going on at Flashpoint, and uh, they had actually had a guidebook come out one month that showed all the different Earths and who lived there, and it had a map of it, map of the multiverse, which I thought was really cool. It was cool stuff. Anyway, it, to me, it led right into this whole convergence thing.
2: Yeah, I mean. Infinite Crisis is what, I mean, you look back on as, as our moment when comics changed. I mean, a lot of people have their moments, but Infinite Crisis. Oh, for you guys? Well, cri- for you guys? Well, cri- yeah. Crisis, not for me. Crisis, crisis of Infinite
3: Earths. That's the like one that. that changed everything yeah, for me. One.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's the I was so shocked. I'm an old fart, remember? I'm so, yeah, I'm so <laughs> surprised that Convergence is even bringing in the fact that... Uh, Zero Hour is <coughs> gonna be in that mix, dude. Because Zero Hour was yeah, so kind of uh, like what they wanted to try. Apparently,
3: what Convergence is is that when universes died during Crisis and Infinite Crisis and all of that, Brainiac, whoever this you know real Brainiac entity is, has been collecting these cities and bottling them up and saving them and putting them on this planet just for his like for Andor. whatever for whatever purpose. I don't know, but yeah, he he bottles he bottled up the pre-Flashpoint Gotham City he bottled up uh, New York, wherever the extremists are from, from whatever earth they're from and the freaking zoo crew planet and <laughs> all kinds yeah. of stuff and now they got to fight to see who survives see who gets to live basically.
1: So if, Injustice if comes to the comic books and I know there's yeah. an Injustice,
3: Injustice series, is in there they, too Now, yeah.
2: and now here's yeah. something that I really wanted to bring up with both of you that I think would be epic Now when you go back, this is the same shit that, that Spider-Verse has already done. Like, they've combined every Peter Parker and every yeah, Spider-Man yeah. you can think of. And what they even combined was Toby Maguire and uh, the amazing Spider-Man. Uh,
1: Andrew Garfield?
2: I, yeah, they combined both of those into a, a, a set. You know, they gave them their own page where it's like, yeah, I just, you know, like the Spider-Man are talking. They're like, man, I just swear I could have could have just seen the dude from scene. Biscuit. And then the other Spider Man's like, Yeah, and I think I seen the dude that was on the social network. They all they both got killed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping that that this convergence, they at least give a little tie into the DC cinematic universe. Like they, they kind of pull in something. Like maybe have like uh, Christopher Reeves just coming there and just fucking smash a bunch of people or something. <laughs> or, or maybe have fucking Batfleck come out or have George Clooney get fucking ripped apart by like Gorilla Grodd. Or I'd like something. to see something them do just
3: like the Young just Justice in. guys from the cartoon.
2: Yeah, have them like, be part of it. Convergence has so much potential, dude. Like it could be way better than spider-verse and then they're combining all these universes but i have yet to see anything from the dc cinematic universe or the warner brothers wbcw universe
1: or even the 66 batman series
2: you know 66 batman series exactly right oh yeah that would be cool you know they've got this convergence going on but they're they're leaving out the potential to add these cinematic universes and these television universes and then, and you know, it, they've never really incorporated any of the TV shows into anything except for giving Batman sixty six its own little comic book.
3: Yeah, they well right. they've made the the cartoons into the comics and they've done all these movie adaptations yeah. and stuff, but nothing nothing like giving them their own Was
2: there ever really a Super Friends comic book? Yeah, I know they, Yeah there was. There sure was. <laughs> Now, I want to talk about two, two fucking convergences that I thought sucked, which we already covered was Teen Titans, so i skipped skip that. Yeah, that was but pretty bad. J, JLA was awful. Did you like, think Justin so? Of I loved I not, it. I, I loved I it. Like it. Like, I'm, I want my iconic characters back. But man. that's I'm not who was there it. at the time. Eh, well, so, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Go ahead and, and spit a little bit why you liked it because I'm I'm kind of right. like off. I, I was out during that. All right. era. What you got to remember is that they pick up right before Flashpoint happened.
3: So at the time, the people in the JLA were were uh, Donna Troy instead of Wonder Woman. Nightwing was there. He was he was Batman at the time. You know because Batman was gone. Yeah. Bruce Wayne was gone. Uh, then you had Johnny. Uh, what's her name? Jesse Quick instead of the Flash. You had all these substitute yeah. people at the time. Because the originals were gone doing their own separate thing, you know? So, you had all these second tier, former Teen Titans, former Infinity Incorporated people, you know? And they basically graduated to the big leagues, you know? yeah. And the reason I liked it was because yes, it picked up where it left off. Where James
2: Robinson had left The team, that's where it started, you know, so... see see, that's what's great about Convergence, man. It doesn't matter if you haven't read a comic book in 10 to 20 fucking years, man. Convergence picks up right where something that you liked left off, man. Like, you know, 90s Superman, whenever Lois Lane got pregnant, everybody was out on that. Superman Returns tried to capitalize on that that year of comics. They didn't do a very good job with kid Super superboy or whatever the fuck he was but there's a little bit of everything that you can love about convergence right in these comics well, what i'm and worried you, about
1: though did you right? notice go ahead i said
2: well, well what i'm worried about
3: is that once this is over and universe and you know these cities get destroyed or whatever they're never going to be seen again this is dc saying f you to what you used to like that's what i'm worried yeah, about
2: but- But how many times have we heard that? We heard that with Infinite Crisis. We heard that with Zero Hour. We heard that with Crisis on Infinite Earths. They always say that this shit is never going to come back. They even tried to say, like, during Infinite Crisis, they tried to say that Superboy Prime would not return, and then he'd come back, beat up our Superboy about 100 times. But where is my Superboy from Reign of Superman in the black leather jacket with the fucking kick ass earrings on who's going around fucking being a smooth talking pimp with his glasses tilting them up. That's the guys I want to oh, see. Oh you that. like Connor, see... don't you? You like the uh, the clone. I like yeah, I like Connor as, as Superboy, yeah. but I didn't like what they did in Young Justice and I didn't you know, I it took me a while to get used to Young Justice. The cartoon or made, the comic?
0: Yeah.
2: Well both really because I mean once you take that super cool suit, that leather jacket and those glasses yeah, off Superboy them. They took all that away from him and gave him just a fucking black shirt, like Smallville or something. It was kind of like, hey, I, I can deal with it. But then Young Justice came out, man, and I didn't watch Young Justice for Superboy at all. I could care less. I watched it for Robin and him turning into Nightwing. That's why I watched it. I I like Miss Martian, too, man. Miss Martian kicked ass in Young Justice, man. She was one of the the primary characters that made me like, yeah, man, she's cute and lovable. I liked Artemis. That's that's who I liked. Artemis is cool, too. Now, now whenever they had (laughs) Artemis and... uh, is it Bart Allen in the or Wally West It's Wally West Wally in yeah. Young Justice. Yeah. When they had those two hooking up, I was like, "That's not in the comments. <laughs> I was like, "No, that's that's but totally different." It, but it worked out. It worked out good. It it definitely did work out, yeah. man. And I was, you know, I miss Young Justice most of all, dude. And if if you guys check out the YouTube video and count how many times I say "fuck," I might give you a prize if you guys are listening on the podcast. But to me, Young Justice was like a rip of the heart, man. I hadn't felt that disappointed and that heartbroken because the way that young justice ended didn't just end like sensational spider-man or spectacular spider-man did where they was like oh you know we're cancel spectacular spider-man they fucked this around in the head it was like oh well we're just gonna put young justice on a hiatus yeah we're gonna you know and they put them on hiatus and they come back let a couple episodes go then it's like we're on hiatus again <laughs> And they slowly let Young Justice die, and the whole whole time it's just like, like sitting in a room with a cancer patient watching them, you know, on their last leg of life, man. It was like sucking the life out of you, as you speak, man, because Young yeah. Justice should have been that show that we all wanted. And they you know, were and off
3: the did. air for, like, months and months and months at a time.
2: Exactly, yeah. man. And, and I remember us doing a completely um, comics podcast about it, man, and that was something that was really... You know, something that we could talk about and just feel the most joy about. Because we were seeing these characters that we we knew growing up as the Teen Titans become Young Justice. Don't have any reason at all why they called it Young Justice other than there was a comic book line of it. But, you know, I would have loved to have seen a Teen Titans. You know, hopefully TBS does Teen Titans right, man. So far, i am not seeing the casting. They can't use Cyborg. I've heard no word of Beast Boy. So... Hopefully they don't, they don't... TBS doesn't fucking... No, I thought it was going to be on TNT. Yeah, it's going to be on TNT. It's the same network. They're all owned by Turner. Oh, and don't forget. don't forget, Drac, we're going to go back and we're going to colorize everything. It, man, isn't, it being,
3: isn't it being done by uh, the same people who are doing Arrow and Flash, though? So it should be good.
2: I hope so, but... It's supposed to be in the same
3: universe, seen, so...
2: What I've seen from Supergirl, I hope it's fucking canceled as quick as fucking... Oh, give Wonder it a
3: chance, man. Don't even... Say it's gonna be bad before you even see it.
2: Well, I mean, you know, you know how I am, dude. Don't like, be that fanboy. F- <laughs> well, the, the only fanboy situation I'm having with it is, you know, the casting seems a little bit awkward, man. Like, I don't like, you know, I, I'm all about diversity, and I don't, I don't care whether the character's black or white, but I don't like the fact that we're not gonna get a red, headed freckled-faced, fucking geeky Perry or not Jimmy, Perry, but, yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. I don't like that, man. Like, Lawrence Fishburne is the perfect casting for Perry yeah, White. Yeah, he did great be- with that. You know, just because, you know, originally in the Superman animated series, uh, Perry White looked exactly like Lawrence Fishburne, dude. And that is who they should have went with Perry White in the animated series. I don't know why they took the liberties of not doing that, but that would have been fucking, that would have been groundbreaking, man. That would have been amazing. It would have been the same same way as if, you know, I'm, uh, to this day, I look at Batman and Batman Returns as please, for the love of God, give Lando Calrissian the chance to be Two-Face, man. Because he wanted to do it, man. He signed on to it because he wanted to see what he could do with that character. And I mean, that to me is, you know, if you want to take it on and do that role, do it. It's the same way with, with if they decided to, to cast uh, Miles Morales as, as Spider-Man. I would be comfortable with that in the Avengers. I would be totally comfortable for, with them saying, hey, Peter Parker's been dead for a while, and you know, this is our Spider-Man. I would be comfortable with that. That would be cool.
3: I wouldn't be I, okay with that, because we waited so long to get Spider-Man in the Avengers, and then true. suddenly not have Peter
2: Parker? No, that wouldn't work for me. It would be Especially if
1: different. you're talking Civil War.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, Civil War does need that bit where... Um, where Peter Parker has is, is got to choose between Captain America or Iron Man. Because Iron Man is like Peter Parker. Oh, they got
1: to have the part where he reveals himself as Spider-Man, too. I mean...
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that was like, like a key part of, uh, of Civil War.
2: I don't think that would fit in the cinematic universe, though. I really don't. Not at this point. I mean, to take Peter Parker and go ahead and reveal him in the first Marvel feature, that, that doesn't seem right to me.
1: But I mean, you know, if you want to try to keep it true to the comics, that's the way it's got to be.
2: Not, not really, man. Like they, you know how they do shit, man. They, they. Well, it I
1: know out. how they do stuff, but I'm saying if you want to try to keep it true to the comics, you've got to yeah, do but... it because I mean, like I said, that was a big issue in Civil War, where Peter Parker gets up there and he, he's on the plane with Tony Stark, and, t- and he's sitting here trying to decide whether or not that's going to. You know, whether or not he's going to reveal himself, and then he does reveal himself, and then, of course, it goes into the One More Day series, you know, with Aunt May dying and stuff, so...
2: Yeah. Is it Mephisto that comes out and changes that shit?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, you know, without without all the, the hoopla of it, you know how Marvel does shit, and Age of Ultron doesn't, doesn't even have a fucking Hank Pym or a Wasp in it. I mean, you... I I feel like the Avengers is good, but without Hank Pym and the Wasp, there's not much you can do there. But after reading the first four or five issues of Ant-Man, I could see it totally working what they're doing with the Ant-Man movie.
3: Speaking of the Ant-Man movie, did
2: you see the trailer tonight? Mm
3: -hmm. The whole trailer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty
2: awesome, wasn't it? Problem is, whenever I watch trailers at work, I watch them on mute, so I'm just like, ooh, eye candy. But, man, like, if you read the first few issues of Ant-Man, it's a completely amazing series because, you know, it puts a guy that's in a real world that just happens to have a suit. You know, he has a suit that some fucking inventor gave him, you know. And, you know, he still has the same problems as every man that, you know, he's he's a single parent and he's trying to work things out to be with his daughter that's with a, you know... His, his wife doesn't want to be with him anymore, you know, pretty much an ex-wife. But he's still doing what he can to be there for his daughter, even if it it means moving to Florida. Like in Ant-Man comics, like they start out in one city and then uh, they, you know, he, he tells his family, hey, I got a job working with Tony Stark. And then they're like, well, that's good for you. We're moving to Florida. So, you know, he's like, well, I'm going to come down to Florida to visit. So he moves to Florida and gets a gig. Um, doing security and shit and it's the funniest scene i've read in the comic books because what he does when he's in florida he gets a job with a security firm and he puts a big billboard up so when he puts that billboard up it has a picture of iron man giving a thumbs up that says i would hire him and then the next thing you know you see a panel with tony stark saying sue him for everything he's worth (laughs) it was fucking hilarious dude it's one of those comics you gotta read man because it's just it's, it's amazing Ant-Man is definitely one of my favorite comics since they canceled Nova and Ultimate Spider-Man.
3: Yeah, I'm not much of a Marvel guy, so I'll take your word on that.
2: (laughs) I want to go go back to this this Avengers uh, red carpet premiere, dude.
1: Well, before we do that, Aaron, before we do that, you know, um, I'm going to have to drop out of the conversation before too long due to the fact of having a... uh, Device that's about to die here. So, before we do that, and I'll let you guys go ahead and talk about your red carpet stuff because I wasn't able to watch it. But, uh, let's go ahead and talk about this contest.
2: Oh, yeah, we have the uh, big old box of stuff contest, and hopefully, uh, next week we might get our hero back up here and, uh, talk a little bit about what he would like to include in his big old box of stuff. But, uh, what our competition is is we want you to go back and listen to our previous podcast with our guy from big old box of stuff go ahead drag plug him
1: mr rob rice from big old box of stuff.com that is big old box of stuff.com has offered can... to give us a rick grimes todd mcfarlane walking dead action figure if you can answer this question and what is that question aaron
2: well um What I was wanting to hopefully do, this is up to you. uh, We'll decide this right on the podcast since we haven't actually decided. We can either do Drax's favorite comic book and the reason why, or you can also opt in to what tape is being played with the Teddy Ruxpin.
1: Well, I don't have a a favorite comic book, so I have the ones that I'm reading right now that I really, really like.
2: Well, we'll we'll go ahead and knock that out and talk about uh, Marvel Zombies. You love that, blah, blah, blah. But we will not tell you what tape is being played with Teddy Ruxpin.
1: That's so right. So, do, Go ahead, Aaron.
2: All you have to do is basically... There's two ways of entering this competition. You can <laughs> send us a email to comicbookjerk at gmail.com. Or you can go onto our Facebook page. And you can like and share our Comic Book Jerk Facebook page to your friends. And tell us what...
1: Now, if you tell exactly. us, if you tell us the answer, make sure you send it to us somehow in like a private message because we don't want other people to feed off of your answer. So exactly. so best way to I mean, definitely go like our page because we're yeah. going to check to see if you've liked our page. You better believe that. Yeah. Uh, but to so go ahead and shoot us an email at comic book at Gmail dot com with your answer. And what is that tape that was played in Teddy Rupskin?
2: Well, I'll tell you what it was. It definitely was not the death of Thor in the Avengers Age of Ultron.
1: And, and it definitely was not a Teddy Ruxpin storybook.
2: No, no. Or or that, that weird robot character that we talked about. I'll tell you what. If you guys can actually name that weird robot that we talk about that does the same thing as Teddy Rux, but, Ruxpin, but a robot, I will personally send you a fucking random DVD of who knows what. It could be the Hulk, or it could be the Thor. Or V-ray it could
1: be the horrible Man. piece of shit that we called Diary of a Superhero.
2: It won't be Diary of a Superhero, <laughs> and it definitely will not be the Supersonic Man VHS that I'm still keeping for our live-action movie if it ever gets kickstarted. What about the Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader?
1: You can watch oh, yeah. that on Netflix. Well, yeah, we'll tell you to go watch that on <laughs> Netflix
2: yeah we'll watch that on Netflix. that was a great definitely, movie great movie definitely hit us up and uh, if you don't want to like us on facebook then fuck you <laughs>
1: yeah pretty much just
2: kidding just kidding we don't want to that
1: reminds me that reminds me of a really cool meme i've seen today or seen uh, this week
2: let's talk about memes
1: let's talk about this meme all right so this one is of raza ghoul and batman and oh. Ra's Al Ghul is looking at Batman, and he says, "You're not very good, detective." And Batman says,
2: "Wait, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me let me get uh, worked up for this. What does Batman say?"
1: He says, "Go ask your daughter."
2: Because he banked how you go. Ah!
1: And made a little demon spawn named Damien.
2: I. I- I kind of wish we had a crowd to kind of fucking laugh at us right about now because that'd <laughs> be a perfect I, time for it. Oh,
1: you better put a damn laugh track in.
2: <laughs> I wish I would, but I ain't going to. <laughs> but yeah, let's go back. Let's go back to uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. D- did you happen to catch James Spader's interview, Will?
3: Uh, just bits and pieces of it, man. I was Dude. I was barely awake at the time.
2: Dude, James Spader come on there, and he was like, yeah, this is my first time uh, actually seeing Avengers Age Ultron. So it got me to thinking, do they not fucking let the actors actually watch the movie when it's finished? Like, I was thinking, why would you fucking do a fucking big film and then not watch it till the day of the red carpet premiere? I mean, I don't I understand I think that's that. kind
1: of the point of doing a red carpet premiere.
2: I don't know, man. It that just seems a little off to me. If I was to act in a movie, I'd be like, I want to watch every fucking scene that you put in that son of a bitch.
0: What are you but talking about?
2: Movies?
1: How many skits have we done with like Roy and stuff, and I've never watched any of them until you post them on YouTube?
2: That's true. Like like the one that I have sitting in my archive right now where you uh, you rate and review about 10 movies.
1: And I st- And I don't even remember doing it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that was the one that we did before the uh, last 2012 Lexington Comic, or 2013 Lexington Comic Toy Convention.
1: Oh, yeah, I was probably intoxicated.
2: When you brought, uh, Drack come over and he was like, yeah, we're going to do a Roy's review. And he brought me uh, probably over 75 VHS cassette tapes that I still and have in my fucking I was going to
1: say, they're still at your house, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Well, hey, we,
1: you we, still have my copies of Pet Cemetery and my... Uh, 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 that Waver, uh, that Waverly no, Hills them movie them. too. No, Those back. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Totally did. No, you didn't. 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 Did not. I got him. I got him. You did not.
2: Yeah, I took him to Will.
1: Well, as long as Wheels got him and he's got him sitting with his baby sock, I give him. We'll we'll rock it out.
2: Now, now that's something. My the what? first time, <laughs> the first time that that me and Drax ever got to hang out with you guys at a comic convention, you and Troy Price. <laughs> I gotta say, Troy's fucking awesome. He's funny as shit. Oh, it was a good time, um, man. Remember when we gave you baby socks? Oh, that's right. Yeah, if you guys uh,
1: (laughs) autograph autograph baby socks
2: autograph. If you fans listen, I think Troy has those. If if you fans listening right now, you can uh, go on Google or even YouTube "Worst Comic Book Movie Ever Part One," and that's where we first meet Will and Troy. From uh, completely comics, and what we give them as a prize, considering we're asking them what the worst comic book ma- movie ever was, which we gave away. Uh, which
3: I completely uh, disagreed with, by the way.
2: Yeah, we, we gave away gift gift bags of the Green Lantern, uh, <laughs> basically just Green Arrow party kit that I bought at Walmart. It was funny as shit. But we gave them baby socks, autographed baby socks. Baby socks. And was, so you know what? They're
3: so special. You know,
2: Drac, I think we need to get with uh, get with big old box of stuff, and maybe have our own uh, big old box of stuff sent out to the winner that possibly includes autographed baby socks of their favorite Marvel superheroes or DC superheroes
1: or just because us lame asses.
2: Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, I wish that we could have comic book jerk baby socks because baby I socks. remember it was priceless when uh, Troy went, "Oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, what? baby socks." I swear to God, if, if somebody was to look at that video and remix it, I would probably give them props for the rest of my life. Because Troy's like, oh! Like,
1: but b- baby it, socks.
2: It, it, it's, it's better than the first time you watched Michael Jackson's Thriller.
0: Oh!
1: <laughs> well, on that note, oh! The phone is about to die, so I'm about to lose my Skype connection. Guys, you have a great finish to the co- uh, to the podcast, but Drac has got to sign off.
3: You know what, guys? I have to get off of here myself. It's getting a little late for me, so I have a appointment in like six hours, and I need to sleep a little bit before I go.
1: Well, I have Battlefield Hardline that's going to be finished finally downloading in 19 minutes.
2: Oh, does that mean that I need to get off here and we need to play together?
1: Uh yeah, in about nineteen minutes.
2: In about nineteen minutes, me and Drak are gonna play Bad Company. <laughs> oh, no. let's let's.
1: No, we're not playing Bad Company Two. We're playing Hardline, and now it's eighteen minutes.
2: Now, now, underneath of Drak's pet, uh, petition to stop Ryan Reynolds from being in comic book movies after <laughs> except Deadpool, except
1: for Deadpool,
2: we're also going to do a petition to uh, make Bad Company Two an HD re release for the PS4. Which is coming? It's not an actual petition, but uh, if somebody would create that petition and tag us in that, at yeah, we need
1: we need we need it remastered.
2: We need it digitally remastered. We need it enhanced, and we need only one feature altered in that game, and that's the ability to lay uh, down and treat.
1: Speaking of petitions, if yeah. you are if you're listening to this podcast and you're a Kentucky resident, look up Drew Curtis and sign his petition to help him uh, become a candidate for governor.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, fark.com. That's
1: right. you know, Drew Drew wants to be a,
3: Drew wants to be a candidate.
1: Drew is trying to run for governor and I support Drew 100%. Really?
3: Are, are you serious or is it a joke?
1: Oh, I'm, no, this is serious. Really? I I have a Drew Curtis for governor a button and bumper sticker.
3: Well, I did not know that. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Wait, is he now, Dr- Wait a minute, is he Democrat or Republican?
1: I think he's running on some kind of independent geek platform. Yeah. Wow. He's the, he's geek, the, geek. He's
3: the He's the geek. Uh, geek candidate.
1: The geek. That's can- even
3: better.
2: That's even better. I remember the first time we interviewed him, dude. He was like, "Here, hold on a second. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm going to put uh, comic book jerk on fark.com." We had no fucking likes, no hashtags. Nobody even looked at the article. He's like, "Well, there you go. You're on there." I was like, "Well, that's all that matters." <laughs> <laughs> now, now, speaking of, of future podcasts, we are still in the process of. Uh, are, are we still in the process of getting the uh, the? the little boy from swamp thing in on our podcast.
1: Well, yeah. uh, I never got the green light from you, so I never have asked him, but yes, I would love okay. to ask Daniel Taylor, Daniel Emery Taylor to be on this podcast. I'm
2: going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and post that here, right here on the podcast. We're don't post
1: it because it. I don't know if he's going to do it or not. I'm
2: not, I'm not posting it. I'm just, I'm just giving an act, you know, a quick say, shout out here. We want you on a podcast, but I also want, uh, I want all, I want to also do our sixty-eight friends. We need to get him on Mr. the podcast, Mr. Mark Kidwell. Too. Mr. Mark Kidwell, exactly. We need to get him on the podcast because he's he's one of the most talented dudes that I know. We need to get him on the podcast.
1: Right on! I want to hear him talk about Tusk.
2: Now we need we need to also look look towards um our other other pal Jared Greer who does the Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. We need to get him on a podcast too. Oh, definitely. You need to get Troy Price. Is oh. who you need. Now, Troy Price would be good if we can get him to stay up past 9 o'clock at night.
1: <laughs> and I, I if I he doesn't he's, he's a have a heart man. attack every time you say fuck.
2: I don't. I don't I think Troy's pretty laid back at that, even though he might apologize a lot. <laughs> 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 sorry sorry for saying fuck you guys, but fuck you guys. Sorry. I don't think I've ever heard him cuss at all. You know, I've never heard I've him cuss. I've known enough. him
3: since I was a baby, literally. We grew up together, and I have never, ever heard him cuss.
2: You know, I, I I know that Troy is a really great dude, and he is. you know, I would love to see completely comics come back and be revitalized. But until then, you know, everybody needs to look forward to me and you kicking out comics. Just ain't what they used. To yeah, be.
3: I think I think that's what we're gonna go with, man. Do some retro stuff, talk about the old school stuff, and uh, see what we can do.
2: Well, guys, this is a podcast for this week, a comic book jerk show. I'm glad everybody was here to attend and definitely look into that competition because the tape played with Teddy Ruxpin is beep. So go ahead and, and enter. Send us the emails. You know, if you don't want to send us the emails, maybe send us a private message on uh, Facebook. You got anything you want to plug, Drac?
1: Uh, just uh, check out the uh, comic book jerk gaming page. Uh Like us on Facebook, hit us up, shoot us a message, tell us what you want us to talk about. If you got any comments, suggestions, throw those at us. Uh, Make sure you hit us up at uh, comicbookjerk at gmail.com and uh, answer that question. Or like I said, once again, if you got suggestions or just comments or, hey, if you want to bitch about something, go ahead. We'll read it out and then we'll probably call your ass out while we're doing it. But that's all good. And uh, I'm going to pass the mic over to Troy, or shit, Will. I'm sorry, buddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Troy is not here at the moment, but we will get him on our minds. Troy is on
1: our minds today.
2: We're going to get him to say fuck before it's over with. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Will. You're just
3: lucky you got it from me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, just, uh, well, we've got our old school stuff over at completelycomics.com. That's right, completelycomics.com, or you can still hear any of our podcasts, you know, we had interviews with Robert Kirkman, interviews with Tony Moore, uh, Peter David, all kinds of folks, Mark Kidwell, you know, you know, those people.
2: It's actually wordpress. Well, you can go to
3: completelycomics.com and get there as well.
2: For some reason, completelycomics.com, is it working for me? It doesn't work right now? Fuck! <laughs> I have to check now. See now everybody's googling. Everybody, google it. If you're listening to the podcast right now, want you to go to. It says unable to connect. Completely Comics.
3: It goes. See when I do it, it goes straight to completelycomics.wordpress.com. It goes. You know when I type it in, Mm
2: -hmm. it goes directly there. I might be illiterate and spelling it wrong. Yeah, you know that's a a good
1: possibility. possibility. Yeah. Have you ever read a text message from him?
3: Uh yeah, yeah, I have to.
1: Do you do you not feel like you got to have a decoder ring sometimes?
3: I put on my redneck goggles and then I'm fine.
2: You know, I'm I'm pretty I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure we talked about having the old school Justice League uh, decoder rings, right out of the books to to decipher some of our messages.
1: Shit, you need a damn bat computer to decipher some of yours.
2: Well, I don't have a bat computer, but uh, the guy from Big Old Box of Stuff actually has a bat pole. And actually a statue that he pressed a little button to get your orders in so definitely you know look look towards our sponsors look at big old box of stuff and look at some of the most awesome stuff that you ever get as part of their swag i like
3: swag swag swag
2: drac tell me when to kick that music
1: all right this is drac signing off for the jerk aaron gabbard and our special guest will M- mitchell uh, from completelycomics.com. dot com and uh hey d j spin them tunes
0: bow, 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 bow.
1: vanilla ice
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not gonna end it with that i'm gonna end it with fuck you
0: drag the <laughs> and noobs who were trolling the fans The and masterminds concocted a plan Before he had an emporium of Endorian L's And he was complaining about those movies starring Christian Bale Anime's manga mastermind Returned again to reboot his new show with all his geeky friends Like the difference in wookies and dribbles and kibbles and bits The story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter Or maybe it's worse, He might even curse The jerk for reminding you that everything's worse and In the back of your mind he says what you never could And you never should and you never would But he could so listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk
3: show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com.
0: I looked over the person sitting next to me. and You know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere